Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News Live with Kim and Lisa. So this week on The Real Housewives of Orange County, the girls were still down in Mexico. And while the Trace Amigas were ready to whoop it up, things quickly went south. Tamara had absolutely no vault when it came to her secrets about Jen and Ryan. And the Trace Amigas are ready to take shots at their relationship and of tequila, of course. Is Tamara using Jen for a storyline? Is Vicky right to warn Jen about the red flags with Ryan? We are going to get into it all, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So we pick up at dinner where we left off after the blow up fight between Emily and Heather and things, you know, start to simmer down, but it is so awkward. You could cut that tension with a knife at that dinner table. And, you know, Heather has, you know, left the area at this time, but the conversation kind of goes back to the whole BravoCon comment. And Shannon actually reveals that she didn't even really see Heather at BravoCon, which I know, of course, is a lie because they had a panel together. So Shannon, I don't know if that really stands, but um, she thinks that Heather basically just wants to meddle in all of her, her relationships, her relationship with John, her friendships with everybody in the group. Um, so I don't know about that, but we have Heather storming off. You know, it's not Shannon this time, it's Heather. Um, and she's tired of the lies. She's tired of people, you know, saying she said things that she didn't. Um, and she just basically like, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't care. Um, you know, people like me, people <laughs> like me, even though I guess the ladies, you know, probably don't really like her at this moment. Um, so there's a lot going on. I mean, it's basically like feuds between everybody at this table at this point. Um, and we get back to the table and then, of course, we start hearing about the Jen and Ryan. And this is kind of where, you know, we hear a lot about this in this episode. And this is kind of where it all begins. Yeah. So Jen is basically like, oh, well, if we're going to put it all out there, like, you know, Shannon, I've heard that you were kind of talking about um, me and Ryan and, you know, Tamara kind of says, oh, I know the girl who he cheated with. And, you know, we're just back at this story and I'm so over it. So over it. Um, then, okay. So we get Heather coming back and she's like, okay, I'm going to pass out my gifts that I brought for everyone, even though you all are assholes. Um, here's your, you know, lovely welcome gifts. Even assholes deserve welcome gifts. Here you go, Emily. So it's just this awkward moment. And, you know, Gina says, okay, this is like the most awkward gift I've ever been given. And Heather's like, well, there you go. It is what it is. And Emily says, I don't want your gifts. I want you to be an easier person to be friends with. And I think that's kind of valid. I mean, I just want to say like, that's class. I'm not always on Heather's side, as you guys know, but the fact that after that explosive fight, we have hands in the air, we have yelling. She goes around and gives everybody a gift, including Emily. I mean, you know that other housewives of other franchises, even in this franchise, would just be like, you don't get one. 
you know, and, and then purposefully. Emily. Yeah, exactly. And so the fact that Heather still seconds after this fight places a gift in front of Emily and Emily's like, oh, this is cute. Like, is just, I don't know. I have to give it to Heather Dubrow because I'm not sure I would have done the same thing. Would you have? I probably would have still given it to her because what else am I going to do with that? I don't want to take it back home, but toss it in know, the I trash, give it toss, to it, the <laughs> toss it in the trash, give it to the waiter. I mean, I don't know. There was definitely an opportunity for a shady moment here. Heather didn't take it. Maybe she's, you know, I don't know. She takes the higher road, I guess. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We had, you know, shots being fired at all angles at this dinner, but it's finally over um the ladies you know we see them wake up the next morning um and heather and emily and gina have a little breakfast before they head to this watering hole and it's you know it's fun they're four-wheeling they are you know jumping into the water we hear that gina is afraid of the water but the only moment that i really want to focus on here is gina's you know very very spot on take of shannon storms bedore being Jennifer Coolidge in White Lotus on the Vespa. And it was just like a light bulb moment. I'm like, this could not have been a better comparison. Gina was so spot on. Yeah, she nailed it. I mean, who knew that we were going to get a cameo from Tanya McQuad, aka Jennifer Coolidge in White Lotus. It was, you know, the scarf, it was the outfit, it was the helmet, it was everything. It was everything, one of the best honestly. moments of the episode for sure. And, you know, Shannon seemed right at home on that ATV, which I appreciated. Heather, on the other hand, was not into it. Um, you know, she said, I am not liking this. This is not fun for me. And I was like, Heather, you just got to let loose a little bit. I know, right? Like Shannon, yes, she has her moments, but she knows how to have fun. She knows how to whoop it up. That's why we love her. She's an adventure seeker. Yeah. Heather needs to, you know, loosen up a bit and just like, and then Heather wouldn't even get in the water. I know it's probably because she didn't have her whale trainer uniform on. Um, You know, it seems like she has to have that in order to get into the water these days. Um, But I don't know. It was, it was fun to watch regardless. All right, so then we're back at the hotel. They're getting ready for dinner, and we hear on the door. And oh my God, what do we get but the most iconic door opening scene ever with Vicky just going, Ugh! Oh, it brings the me noise, so much joy. The noise that comes out of her is so shocking. And I thought when we saw it in the trailer, I truly thought it was an editing thing that they somehow made it sound like that. But no, now that we're seeing it in context, she truly goes, oh, I just scared my dog, by the way. And she does, she's deaf and she just got scared by me yelling. This is why we love Vicki Gumbelson. I mean, she just, you know, surprises us, you know, in ways that we never thought were possible. Um, she just, you know, she just makes it fun. She always is giving us something new, something fresh, something to talk about. You know what I mean? I loved seeing Vicki arrive. I am a Vicki stan. In case you guys don't know, Vicki is 
one of my all-time favorite housewives. She can do no wrong in my book. And Shannon and Tamara were like crying. They were so excited to see her. And I was excited to have the Trace Amigas reunited in Mexico. They are in their element. Totally in their element. You know, we get a little montage of some of their best moments. We get their new little... Who? And uh, their dance. And can I just say that you know, as much as you love Vicky, I think Bravo feels the same and the fans feel the same because last night she was told that she on Watch What Happens Live, she was on with Shannon and Tamara and she was told that she would be receiving the first ever Wifetime Achievement Award at BravoCon this year. And so that is a huge, huge um you know, honor for her. She is truly the OG, you know, sorry, Ramona, but case closed. And Vicky seemed truly touched about hearing about this award. And so I, I'm excited for her. Oh my God. When you were saying that I literally got full body chills and I know people are going to say like, I'm overreacting and I'm crazy. Yes, I am. But literally when I saw that clip, if you guys haven't seen the clip or watch, watch what happens live, head over to my Instagram. It's posted at Bravo breaking news, but she was so touched and, you know, she starts tearing up and it's just honestly such an honor. She she deserves it. She deserves it 100% in my book. And the thing I found funny though, was as Andy was kind of describing the qualifications for this award, you know, they pan over to Tamara and she makes this little gesture mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's me. Yes. I do these things. And then he hands it to Vicky. So I don't think Tamara deserved this by any means, but I think she thought she might have deserved it. Um, but it's, it's Vicky. It's always been Vicky. And I am so excited to see this go down live at the Bravos, Lisa. Same, same. P.S. Let us know if you guys are going to BravoCon because we are going to be there. So we I we go to dinner and, oh, sorry, go ahead. We go to dinner and, um, you know, the other group arrives and they're like, oh, we have a, you know, extra chairs. There's someone coming. And I'm like, do they know about this already? Like, I, I don't know. But apparently the Trace Amigas arrive and they're like, we have a surprise guest. It's Vicky. Um, you know, and everybody is, you know, hugging her and welcoming her. Even Gina and Emily, even though Gina cut to the confessional and she has some words about Vicky. And it's really about the words Vicky has had about them because we get another headline montage. I love a good headline news montage. And it's basically... Vicky slamming Heather and Gina on OC. It's like, oh, you know, Vicky says they were the worst casting choice in OC history. They are not relevant, this and that. They're boring. Um, and I just want to know, like, how do you feel about this? I'm honestly on team Vicky. I think that Gina and Emily, while they've made a good addition to the show, it took about maybe five seasons for them to really get their bearings. I mean, Emily is stepping it up. Emily has become one of my favorite housewives on OC. Gina, eh, not so much. But the second Vicki Gumbelson graced our screens, she was pure gold. So I just want to know your thoughts on, you know, do you, do you agree with Vicki? I mean, look, 
I do think it took a little bit of time for Emily and Gina to get their bearings, but I don't know if it took five seasons. And I think Vicky is just going to talk shit because she wants to talk shit. She says, you know, they're the reason why the ratings were low and all of that stuff. I don't know that you can blame it on them. I do think they probably weren't the most exciting people uh, to cast, but I mean, you never know what they're working with, right? So they could have very well been the best of the bunch that they had. And I, I think it's kind of shitty to go and slam your, you know, co-workers or colleagues even after you've left the job. So keep it classy. That's always my my move. But I think it's kind of, you know, awkward now that Gina and Emily have to face her again and try and be excited because obviously they know that Vicky talks shit about them all the time. But, you know, it is what it is. It's Housewives Universe and we just have to move on. We, we have to move forward. And that have they to do. Move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, I and just want to, I just want to say that I would replace Gina with Vicky in a heartbeat. Um, and I do also want to say one uh, real quick thing. She calls them the Trace Abuelas. Yeah. And I have a feeling that the Trace Amigas, even though this was in a confessional, they caught wind of this because if you didn't see again on my Instagram, I went to the Trace Amigas live show in Orange County and they did these like video skits one of which was all them three dressed up like grandmas, like going to the drug counter, like asking for all these drugs and stuff. And it was kind of hilarious. So I think they're kind of, you know, uh, kind of taking that and running with it. And I, I kind of loved it. They're embracing their tres abuelas, which I, exactly. I thought was pretty clever for Gina to say. Um, okay. So back at, you know, back in Mexico, they're finishing dinner. Vicky is just like, I just want to whoop it up. She is on a 10. All right. And these ladies are not quite at her level and she needs them to get there. So we see there's just shots and shots and shots. The party resumes, you know, back in the hotel room. And then they're all sitting down. They decide to play truth or dare. Vicky picks truth. I don't even remember if she was asked a question, to be honest with you. She just turns to Jen and just starts saying, you know, you and I have been in very similar situations where we love men who are not good for us. And Jen is just so confused. She's like, I don't even know this woman. Is she talking about my relationship or is she sharing something of her own? She did not know what was happening. It was so awkward and then someone says vicky like do you even know ryan who's ryan <laughs> where did this come from um i don't know i mean i was wondering whether no question vicky... was asked okay thank you kimberly in the comments confirmed no question was asked to vicky she just picked truth and then just decided to spew truth i guess her truth I mean, this is a classic example of trying to stir the pot, but I also think that Vicky has a strong case here and she is not wrong because, you know, Vicky went through it firsthand. She went through it. You know, we see later in the episode, the whole, that's my opinion um, clip where Tamara was going after Brooks. Uh, Vicky couldn't hear it. So I think part of it is stirring the pot, yes, but part of it is a genuine, I don't know, concern for the relationship because Tamara has been blabbing to Vicky and everybody else, it seems, about the relationship. But Jen then shares that she's like, 
I already know everything. Like you can't mm -hmm. tell me anything about Ryan that I don't already know. He's been upfront with me. Um, and I don't know, that should really like put the kibosh on this at this point. Like Jen is basically like, don't tell me anything about Ryan. I, I know everything. Exactly. You will not surprise me. There are no secrets. Um, there are no skeletons in the closet. He has told me everything. So the fact that Tamara keeps bringing it up, I guess it's Vicky who technically brought it up this time. I don't know. I'm, I'm over it. Just like you said, but this isn't the end. This is not the end. And, and you're right. Vicky is not wrong in what she's saying, but she, she doesn't know Jen. And it's just such a weird thing to just come out and say right off the bat. Like she doesn't even go here. And she is also, I think it's a little bit different because if we're comparing him to Brooks, Brooks was lying. He was lying to Vicky. Ryan, while he might be a jerk and a cheater, he's not lying to Jen. He, But how do you, you know, know that? How do we know that? I guess that's true. But if we're saying, okay, if this is, well, let's assume this is the worst of it is his, you know, cheating she knows. So I, I don't know if it's a direct comparison, but I do understand where Vicky was coming from. And I, you know, it really hit home. I think when she said not hit home for me, but I really think it landed when she said, I think deep down in your gut, you know, that he's not right for you. Also, I didn't listen to my gut and I don't think Jen's listening to her gut. Totally agree. Totally agree. As much as I want them to stop talking about the relationship, I am also invested at this point. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what comes out. But we have more do that have, comes out later. Do we have a real time update on them? Are they still together? Are they they didn't get married, did they? No, they're going strong. There's no engagement, okay. no marriage, but they're still together and going strong okay. at this point. So we'll see. Okay. All right. So the next morning, they're supposed to be doing water aerobics. They are all hungover as fuck. Like there's just, you know, half drinking tequila shots and lime slices everywhere um, mixed with some red wine. Yikes. So they are, are, you know, slowly waking up. They have these hilarious swimsuits that they're all supposed to wear. I think these swimsuits were a nice touch. I thought it was really funny that they all had to put these on. And it's like, you know, a guy with a hairy chest and like a thong uh, one onesie and stuff. It even has the back. And so I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, they're they're waiting by the by the pool and they say, oh, you know, Shannon is not going to come to water aerobics because she really doesn't feel comfortable in her in a swimsuit. And we get a flashback of the evening before Shannon is in tears saying that she will not be wearing a swimsuit. She says, I'm not going to do it. And, you know, I really felt for her in that scene because she's obviously very self-conscious. And, you know, when you're surrounded, especially by the Tamras and the Jens who just have these perfect bodies it's it's going to be intimidating, not to mention you're going to be blasted on across televisions in, you know, 4D. So I, I totally get HD. it. <laughs> Sorry. HD. Yeah. Is 4D a thing or did I just make that up? No, I was just making a Heather Dubrow HD network reference. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, a TBD of this content will actually go on her network. But yes. And so then we get a flashback of one of 
the scenes that just kills me every time I see it. Her fucking trainer, I think his name was Tim, that used to, that Shannon used to go to after she gained all that weight the first time. And he has her take off her shirt so he can take pictures of her, you know, for progress photos. And when she takes off her shirt, he just goes, okay, oh, wow. And every single time I fucking see it, I want to kill him. He, like, that is the reason why, I just, sorry, I have so many, like, emotions towards this. But he's her trainer. He is supposed to motivate her and say, well, you know what? You're here. And that's what matters. We all go through ups and downs. Note fucking judge her for, you know, gaining weight, you're supposed to be helping her and helping her empower, empower her to feel good about herself. And every time I see that clip, I just want to strangle him. Anyway, I digress. No, you don't digress because it's, it's a topic. It's a, an everlasting topic for Shannon. You know, she shares like when she's not happy, you can see it on her body. She, her weight fluctuates and that is so relatable for Mm -hmm. everybody. So many people, um, you know, whether she stress eats or it's just hormones, et cetera, but it's just really, really tough to watch and really, really tough that she doesn't feel confident in her skin. You know, Emily, who, you know, isn't as skinny as Tamara and, and the other like gym rat ladies is very confident and wishes that she could kind of rub off on Shannon more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to say, if you guys watch, watch, watch what happens live. Um, Shannon has never looked better. She looks amazing at the trace Amigas show. She looked better than Tamara and Vicky. She looks amazing. Now, whether it's Ozempic, I don't know, but either way I support her journey um, to however she wants to look to feel confident. Um, and that's exactly, it's like, if she feels good, then she should do it. Same with Emily. You know, it's like, do whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself, but you don't need a fucking trainer judging you. No, um, you don't need a trainer judging you, but we did have Heather judging somebody in this episode Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. was Emily. And it was kind of a really weird comment. So when they're hung over from the night before and Emily wakes up, you know, Heather jokes and says she looks like Snuffleupagus. Nobody seems to know what Snuffleupagus is, but isn't it like a Sesame Street character if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's a Sesame Street character. He's like a woolly mammoth kind of. Yeah, I know exactly what he looks like. Nobody seems to know. Everybody thinks it's like a Sasquatch. Obviously, you know, maybe they didn't watch Sesame Street or have kids that watch Sesame Street. But anyway, you know, Emily was not offended by this in the least. She laughed it off and she kind of brings it back up at this point because Heather says it again. And I think she was offended. I do think she was offended. Well, I know, but Emily does not make a big deal out of it. Like Heather made a big deal about the whale trainer comment. I mean, the whale trainer is about your outfit. Snuffleupagus, that's like, you're you're like a woolly mammoth animal. Like, I don't know. You asked, what would you rather be called? And I think, I think I'd take a whale trainer. What about you? Yeah. I think anyone's going to say I'd rather be called a whale trainer in a, you know, spelt black wetsuit than a snuffleupagus. So Heather is reaching on this one, trying to say that she was offended by that comment. And it's just, it's just silly, but she is doubling down on snuffleupagus saying he was my favorite character. He was my best friend growing up. Okay. That's not what you were referencing, but okay. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Heather, it just went, went right over everybody, including Emily. So I don't know. Try again, Heather. <laughs> Yeah. So we get some water aerobics. The instructor is clearly more intense than they, you know, thought they were signing up for. I don't know how long that class actually was because it seemed they made it seem like it was, you know, an hour and a half and they finally had to tell him, okay, dude, we're done. But in reality, I probably was only like 30 minutes and they just wanted to go get breakfast, which understandable. Understandable. I'm with Emily. Give me the huevos rancheros during the workout. Um, I need it. I, you know, I, I need that over the water aerobics at this point, especially if I'm right. hungover. Yeah, it's totally, totally. I mean, they get points, major points just for showing up to exercise when you're hungover. Yeah. So, okay. Breakfast, um, you know, Jen kind of, Gina kind of stirs the pot a little bit telling Jen, you know, I can't believe you just sit there and take it when everyone's coming after your relationship. How do you feel about that? So she kind of fires Jen up to go after Vicky and say, you know, I know you haven't been here at all the events. And Vicky says, well, yeah, because I got fired. I know. And um, she says, you know, who is this? Who is this mutual friend you're hearing from? Jen, please don't tell me you're that dumb that you didn't know it was Tamara. She really acted like she didn't know. And I was concerned. Yeah. I mean, it was clearly Tamara. Tamara says, I know the girl that Ryan slept with. Her name's Alex. And, you know, it gets a little like muddled as to what exactly happened. There's text messages involved. S someone saying Tamara was digging for it. Some said, you know, the, inf the information was volunteered by this Alex woman. Who knows? But basically, Tamara is just not letting this mouse go. And she is saying that, you know, he was it wasn't just a one time thing with this Alex woman. He was sleeping with her while he was with Jen. That seemed like news to Jen. And who knows if it's true or not. But apparently there was a text that Ryan sent while he was at a concert with Jen saying, Alex, I want you naked in my bed. Um, Jen already knew she already knew about it. So again, they're trying to come at her with this stuff and she's like, yeah, I know. And so Gina finally has to say, look, she knows that there's red flags everywhere. She knows that he's cheated. She knows that he's done shady stuff and she still chooses to be with him. And we have to leave it at that. We have to leave it at that. I mean, but. Tamara, of course, Except does not leave. Yeah. No, Tamara can't leave it at that. She says, I literally can't stop talking about this. I can't help myself. Um, and, you know, she basically accuses Jen of ruining her family for being with Ryan. Um, and Jen is basically like, look, I've, I, I've sat here and like taken it all season, but at, at, at some point I just, you know, am going to boil over. And this is it. This is the time that she's losing her shit. Um, but Tamara even says that, you know, that she hasn't even scratched the surface. There's even more that she knows about Ryan. Like, oh my God, like just give it up. Okay. Then come out up. with it. Give it up, Tamara. Tamara is like blowing this out of proportion. And we get to a moment where I got to be with Jen on this one. I think I said it in a previous recap several weeks ago. Tamara doesn't have her own storyline. She's using Jen 
for her storyline. And it's like, you know, enough about Ryan. This is between Jen and Tamara. And mm -hmm. Tamara just won't let the mouse go. Like you said, she is all over Jen. Um, and I think it's something more about their friendship and trust and honesty versus what Ryan did. It is so weird. And, you know, Tamara tries to pretend like it's all coming from a place of concern. And I just don't want you to get hurt. And while that may be true to some extent, it's just odd because you're hurting her in the process of trying to protect her. So it's just very strange. And, you know, it does, it does remind us of when Tamara was going after Vicky for being with Brooks. And like you said, Vicky just couldn't see. She couldn't see it. She was too far in it. And we get the flashback to, that's my opinion. So it is kind of that same thing where Vic or Tamara just cannot let it go. But I, I, I'm kind of with you. I think she sees Jen as an opportunity to kind of be a punching bag and be a storyline. And I think she's taken it and she's running with it and accusing her of saying of, you know, being fake with her life, just like she wears fake designer clothes, like not the Fuji. I mean, come on. I don't think that's a fair comparison. There's plenty of housewives who wear fake designer clothes. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's getting tired. And Jen is basically done. It's getting tired. I mean, Jen is done. Um, but I can't help but play devil's advocate and see a little bit of the other side because Tamara was right about Brooks and she would not let it go with Vicky to the point where it almost ruined their relationship. Um, you know, Vicky, even at one point, like isolated her kids for this relationship. Um, so it's just tough to see, you know, I say it a lot, you know, outsiders can see stuff that sometimes people closest to the situation can't. So I just can't help but think that there's something that's going to go down between Jen and Ryan, where there's smoke, there's fire. I agree with Jen at this point, Tamara just needs to let it go because none of this is a surprise to Jen. But at the same time, I don't know, maybe, maybe something will come out and we will all be looking back and be like, wow, Tamara was you will right all once again. see the truth. It could very well happen that way. I just have a feeling. So I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how their relationship plays out. And it's going to be interesting to see how Tamara and Vicky kind of move forward and, you know, deal with this with Jen. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so we will be here to recap next week. And don't uh don't. I was going to say, make sure you head on over to Bravo Breaking News on Instagram. I can be found at Lisa Not Rina on Instagram. And thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. Thanks. See you guys next time.